It's December 18th, 2021, and welcome to episode 66 of the Baby Metal Podcast. We gather in the podcast Discord server on alternate weeks, or alternate alternate weeks, to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Baby Metal. We invite you to join us, whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I am Paul, and I am joined by Kevin. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And Maggie. Hi, y'all. Hello. Hi. So in this episode, we're planning on kind of like closing out the year. This is going to be the last episode we record this year, I'm sure. Uh, And sort of reflect back, not just on the year, but on the whole of Metal Resistance. Um, So Mm -hmm. we thought it would be kind of a fun idea to bring in the the community a little bit on that. So we will be talking a bit with people about their favorite moments and so forth. Um, Possibly we could talk about uh, other sort of topical things uh, first, like Mm -hmm. uh, Sue is just about to become older. Yes, her birthday yeah. is in a couple days. Yep. Uh that's a Monday. That's Monday. That's Monday. Yeah. Monday as we record, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Monday Sunday is locally. Sunday. Sunday. Yes. Sunday. <laughs> we actually celebrated here amongst ourselves locally last week. That was a when we could all get together before we all kind of go our separate ways before the holidays. Right. Oh, that's yeah. cool. What'd you guys yeah. end up doing? We uh there's a local restaurant that does okonomiyaki so we went and got <gasps> okonomiyaki and then uh congregated at one of our houses to have cake oh that sounds cool uh nice. I've, yeah, only had okon- I've only ever had the f- that food once before although it was really good and i can't remember what kind i had but it was my japanese student's uh mother she treated me to it as a thank Ooh. you for keeping her daughter well i guess <laughs> well that's pretty great yeah it was, yeah, it was pres- delicious yeah, it was pretty it was, good. It was Osaka style, um, not Hiroshima style, but uh, can't split hairs when you're not there. Right. Over that kind of thing. It was still delicious <laughs> uh, and it was fun to get together. So well, cool. happy birthday, Sue Metal. Yeah. Yes. Happy early birthday by only yeah. a couple of days. <laughs> it is. I, I I mean, like we do, we do have to kind of wonder if we're going to hear anything. I mean, like, I think this would be, this would be the first time we didn't, right? <laughs> If we don't. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I think, I think like as the staff, the staff will probably still do stuff and be, I I think they'll still post and say, Hey, happy birthday. I don't think they're going to be totally like not do anything. I'd be surprised if they don't. Let's just say that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like uh, the thing, I guess the thing that just seems weird is that if they're, if they're sealed, then whatever they post that's going to be that's going to be basically there for the duration right i mean you know so they've mm-hmm. got this nice sort of nine grid up on instagram <laughs> are they going to mess that up <laughs> are they going to post something and delete it maybe maybe uh maybe it'll come from like koba metal's account <laughs> that would be funny <laughs> that would be funny actually yeah. or toys factory or something but mm-hmm. well normally it comes from the normal account though i don't know right a, a muffled tweet from deep beneath the seal. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Definitely interesting. Hey, I hear it's somebody's birthday today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, I'm, we'll in, I'm in my weird, weird moment today. I apologize ahead of time already. <laughs> it's going to be weird. Um, <laughs> could you yeah. imagine, though, like Koba knocking on the door? Hey, it's your birthday. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly his accent as well. Yes, that's how that works. I am sure of it. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think like a 
like a pen. What accent would that have even been? Would have been like Philly? It's like maybe he's like a Philly dad. I don't I know. Have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Right. I mean, I, th- I think we were thinking about at some point in the future, maybe talking about uh, kind of like birthdays through history. You know what they what they've done because they've done mm. some kind of cool things, um, mm-hmm. but uh, probably not now. <laughs> yeah, not at probably this time. not now. We can always save that for another episode. Yeah. Although uh, in our in our chat. We have a, a picture of some some of the older um, birthday tweets, and I'm just seeing 2018 in the in the sort of desert garb, and uh, right remembering one of my not one of my favorite moments of metal resistance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. They were just trying to hide their outfits. They, I have to say, they. It seems like in in the most recent couple of iterations of their official photos, they seem to have picked really weird ones. <laughs> Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like the, the actual most recent one isn't bad, but the the ones that went with uh, Metal Galaxy were very very sort of I don't know what the way they, they seem sort of plastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they just decided just to take a whole bunch of pictures during their like media tour thing, and then just happened to be like, you know what, we're going to use this one for their birthday pic whenever it happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they actually be like, hey, it's your birthday. Come over here. We're going to take a picture of you and push you on the thing. No, I think they just select one and it's like, oh, we're going to boop this one up here. Whatever's Almost. on the camera roll. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Let's um, edit it up just a tiny bit. So is there anything else we wanted to to cover in the, the news area? Probably not. They're still the sealed. They're still sealed. <laughs> yeah. Still sealed. <laughs> still sealed. Other than that, not like news news. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, so the the fact of them being sealed is actually, in a sense, that's kind of what brings this up. You know, that, that you know, we've we've now closed off Metal Resistance. All 10 gongs have been banged upon, right? Yes. Um, Ring-a-ding. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so we can see the whole picture and we can think back on all of it. And, you know, this being kind of a year-end show, it would have been kind of the normal thing to do to kind of reflect back on 2021 and, and uh, all the moments from 2021, except <laughs> there were like, you know, nine. <laughs> so uh, it's probably better to have a broader view. So that yeah. was the idea. So uh, to, to close out the year and with the end of Metal Resistance, we thought it would be great to hear from you, the community. Uh, we want to know what your favorite moment from Metal Resistance was. And it can be anything from your favorite performance, your favorite memory, anything in between. Metal Resistance itself, um, we were talking about this a little before we started. And mm-hmm. I think maybe it starts at Legend Eye. Uh, but, uh, you know, that we probably won't come down on you too hard if you pick something you know like the scoopers interview (laughs) right so uh anyway everyone who's here um attending the recording will have the opportunity if they choose to come off a mute uh individually one at a time and tell us Mm -hmm. about their favorite moment from metal resistance um so we would like to give as many people as we can the chance to have a chat about this so we're looking for something like two to five minutes per person you know depending on how many people want to speak so all right first caller uh if you could just introduce yourself uh, and tell us about your favorite moment from Metal Resistance. Yeah. Hi, guys. Um, this is Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Paul. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hi, hi. Um, my name is Paul yeah. from Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So favorite moment of Metal Resistance. Um, I kind of have to break it down into three parts. If that's okay, I'll be brief uh, <laughs> yeah, as, as much as I can. So mm-hmm. um, like, I guess 
um, being a baby metal fan, baby metal is so much about their live show. So I think a, a huge moment for any fan is their first show. So um, that would for me that would be um, Kentish Town Forum in London, uh, July 2014, the uh, first time they mm-hmm. went overseas. So that was where it all started for me. Uh, an amazing experience, oh, wow. life changing <laughs> moment. And um, yeah, I fell in love with baby metal. Um, well, obviously, I'd listened to them for a couple of months before then, uh, since mm-hmm. the Gimme Chocolate video came out in around March that year, um, and fell down the foxhole at that point and was ready to go to a show immediately. So, yeah, I made the, made the big jump and yeah, dive, dived in right away and traveled to London and saw them. Thought it was crazy doing so. I didn't know who I'd see there or what it would be like. You know, was I crazy just traveling over to another country to see... Uh, you know, crazy Japanese band by myself, you know, I kind of felt <laughs> crazy, but I'm glad I did it because it's honestly been life changing. So, yes. yeah, that's part one, I guess. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. You're on that DVD, aren't you? Didn't you get a shot? Uh, yeah, a couple of times. Um, yeah, uh, I managed to get myself in, in the front kind of front row center. That's that's my go to place. I, I don't mind waiting for hours beforehand to claim that spot. So I feel it's a. Uh, I've earned it. <laughs> um, first first uh, concert gets the headshot on the disc. I right? Yeah. 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 And I'm quite a, a big guy, as many of you might know. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't really blend into the background very well. I kind of stand out. So <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the, the fat guy with glasses and <laughs> in the front oh, row. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's, um, that's part one. Part two, um, I, I guess another step in the journey of being a baby metal fan is um, what well, everyone hopes to reach it at one point, but visiting Japan. Um, and that was a major one for mm-hmm. me because after I'd seen them the first time, um, I, I kind of said I'd love to see them in Japan. You know, that would be such a great experience. I've never been there before. So that happened for me in September of 2016, uh, the Tokyo Dome shows. Um, those were just amazing. I, I, I felt felt crazy being in Japan, you know, and the show was on and they, they started playing and the you know, everyone knows what the stage looks like and what the performance was like. They've seen the D V D and I just stood there and said like, Wow, I, I really shouldn't be here <laughs> You know, <laughs> me just as you know, regular guy from Ireland is at a, at a baby metal concert in Tokyo Dome, so yeah, that was massive, and that show was epic. You know, the biggest baby metal show ever. Every song from the first two albums, and you know, I don't really need to say much more about what that. It was everyone has kind of seen it at this stage. So, yeah, right. it was amazing. Actually, where were you? Um, where were you positioned? Like, a, like um, in yeah. the different nights. Yeah, so actually in the same position. Um, I didn't get the tickets for myself. Um, it was actually a friend in Japan who's sadly now passed away. Um, who got me the tickets? I didn't win the lottery or anything, and he he actually bought the tickets for me before I went to Japan. Very trusting person, and as soon as I we got there and we went to the um, pre-show party in a in a, a, a British hub bar in Ochanamizu, Tokyo. Um, that's where we did the deal and 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 bought the tickets. So I was sitting beside him and his friends, and we just had the time of our lives. You know, it was incredible. Um, and it was it was a really good spot because um, the way it was set up, like if you were too close to the stage, if you were down on the floor, you probably couldn't really see, you know, what was going on up on the roof. Um, mm-hmm. For anyone who's familiar with the 
the staging of Tokyo Dome, you know, it wasn't the best for people who were close to the stage and down at the bottom, you couldn't see up the top. So where we were was further back, but probably the best position because we could literally see everything. That's good, at least. Yeah, it was about halfway up the seated area on the um, Shiawase side on uh, Song 4. You know, when you, you and Mo walked mm-hmm. around and <laughs> this, this side for Song 4, so they did their thing. Um, so yeah, um, not, not to labor too much on that point, but uh, <laughs> part, th- part three of my um, one is, uh, I guess another part of being a Baby Mel fan is like, who's your favorite member? You know, everyone's, you know, that someone's a Sue guy, a Yui guy, Moa guy. So for me, it's Sue. It's <laughs> always going to be Sue. And I guess it's quite topical because her birthday is in, in two days. Legend S um, is part three yes. of my yeah. of my favorite moment. Uh, again, another amazing experience. Um, traveling mm-hmm. to Hiroshima, having the um, uh, Okonomiyaki, as <laughs> Kevin mentioned earlier in her, uh, Suzuka's favorite uh, Okonomiyaki stand, the Itsukashima special, uh, <laughs> which we enjoyed in, in, in Sue's favorite um, Okonomiyaki spot and went out to Miyajima Island and, you know, did all the all that stuff and saw an amazing concert at the Green Arena and celebrated Sue's birthday. So understandably, that was an amazing experience. So, Excellent. yeah, um, so in three parts, um, first, first show London, uh, first time in Japan, Tokyo Dome and Suzuka's um, big day uh, at Legend S. So, yeah, that's my contribution. Awesome. That's cool. That's so awesome. Thanks for sharing. Thanks. Thanks. See you. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Thank you. Well, caller number two. All right. So, um, yeah, next person we have uh, with their hand raised is Funny Toss, who uh, (gasps) we have heard lots about um, and heard from in the past. But uh, introduce yourself again. Yes. Oh, hello, everyone. Uh, Hello. My name is Steven, probably better known as Funny Toss within the online community. Um, This is uh, kind of nostalgic, I guess, of being back on the podcast. Yeah, welcome back. And actually, this is the first time I get to talk to you, so this is awesome. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Mm -hmm. No. This is now officially my memory of the uh, <laughs> metal. Aww. Right. Except, yeah, we were, we've, uh, the, the uh, metal resistance is closed, though. Yes, true. <laughs> so, <Aww>. Technically, it <laughs> doesn't count. True. <laughs> made that comment earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so I was internally debating. I, I wanted to go later on, um, but, it, you know, my personality is when I see no one's raising their hand, I was going, oh, screw it. I'll, I'll do it myself. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Well, because I feel like my moment was going to be much more mundane than others, partly because like, they've done a lot of cool stuff over the past 10 years, um, obviously. But for me, this was more about moments to you personally, um, how it affected mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. uh, I had the impeccable timing of becoming a fan almost two years ago. And <laughs> the there have only been a limited um, number of baby metal real-time activities that I was able to participate in um, compared to, you know, being able to go to a show or Tokyo Dome or wherever. I'm sure everything pales in comparison. So for me, all the moments would come, you know, within the past, would have to come within the past two years because by definition, those are the ones that I was able to um, show up in. So Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed their um, Kohaku performance, actually. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
And I guess that's kind of funny because in the grand scheme of things, that's almost nothing for what they've done. Like they didn't really do much at the show itself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But experiencing it live, I think as a fan, hit me harder uh, than, let's say, you know, watching an epic show of theirs, you know, online or via Blu-ray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Did you know Kohaku before that? I mean, like, is that something that you were familiar with? I actually, I was actually. Um, oh, I, I, so I forgot to mention that. So I'm uh, from Taiwan. And so Japanese culture is, to a certain extent, has permeated um, Taiwan to a large extent. Um, and also that explains why it's 4.30 a.m. And I decided to go earlier so I could just <laughs> check that out, <laughs> check back out yeah. if I needed to. But that's another cool part um, of being part of this community, I think, is just how diverse um, and international it is. But yeah, I, yeah. I heard of the show um, before. It's it's called, you know, the Hongbai Dazan, the, the red, white battle i guess mm-hmm. and it's you know mm-hmm. famous most young people don't watch it because you know it's <laughs> an old person thing you know it's a tradition it's been going on for like dozens and dozens of, dozens of years um but you know like many people i was interested in it because baby little was there but i checked it out and i checked out pretty much the whole show um actually and i think that helped because it helped me grasp the magnitude of you know what was going on i think for me the biggest moment was just seeing them um, share, sing the ending song uh, together with everyone. Endless mm. rain, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of funny, right? It wasn't even a bare metal song. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's not like they need recognition from the world for how awesome or how cool they are. But mm-hmm. for me, it just felt like at a certain level they'd made it. Um, just you know, seeing Moa with the mic and Sue with the mic and. Hearing mm-hmm. them, you know, together on the stage with everyone singing a song of best wishes towards the world, really. Um, it just hit me, you know, how much they'd come over the past, you know, 10 years and how much it must have felt for them. Um, and I think many older people in the community, at least those who are older than the girls themselves, or have a feeling of, you know, they're your, your younger sisters or something mm-hmm. like that. You're proud of them. Um, yeah. by extension and that's the moment I felt you know it's like when you're seeing your yeah your, your kid brother like do something cool and be recognized yeah. for it like you know you knew how great they were already before but to see it a wider audience recognize them for mm-hmm. it even if it isn't objective speaking the best the coolest thing they've done it's uh-huh. the coolest thing they're being recognized for right and Definitely. yeah I just felt really proud at the moment a funny yeah. story about that is that um, I have um, an, an older friend who, well, she moved back to Japan recently, like right before Gohaku. And um, she actually messaged me that night. Well, it would have been morning for me or day or whatever. And she was just like, hey, I just saw Baby Metal on this television show. And I was like, was it called Kohaku? She's like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I knew they were on there. She's like, and they won, too. I was like, oh, yay. So she's like specifically like messaged me because she knew that I like Baby Metal. And she <laughs> She's like, yeah, I saw the girls on there. I thought that was really neat. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I do agree that the, there's something very nice about having them in some sort of more general public space like yes. that. I mean, I don't know what it was yesterday. It might have been yesterday. I, I sort of happened to go into a restaurant and, and Karate was playing on the speakers. And I thought, you know, like, that's just insane. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like how how is this happening out in the real world? But I mean, like it's 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 a nice thing to to have them be recognized like that. Mm-hmm. So I think part of it is just that 
you know, at that point, you've been <laughs> led to led not to have any expectations, right? Like, if we're being honest, yeah. there the Ichime Dame Zetai performance, the in that kind of setting was honestly kind of lackluster. Yeah. So after watching, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, this is, is is what it is, and may as, may as well just keep on watching that song. I remember they were invited, you know, to participate in the last song. I think the 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 names were released, so we knew that they would be participating in the last song yeah. beforehand. So I figured, well, you know what, IDZ was kind of lackluster, but we have this to look forward to. I hope they get, you know, a single shot or something like that. And then it ends up, you know, you can hear Sue's voice clearly, and Mo was given a mic, and that just goes. I think it helps to have low expectations. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that made it that feel was more. One powerful. of the largest microphones I've ever seen. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a lesson on perspective there. Yeah, I guess this is less, you know, related to the band itself. But I think, I think, hopefully, a part of what we can do today uh, on this episode is, I guess, share what makes them so special to us, right? Like that's part of sure. their legacy of metal resistance mm-hmm. and moving forward. I True. Hope. Yeah. Um, so one of my favorite moments was, uh, I, you know, receiving one of the savior masks, um, actually from a Japanese fan a few mm-hmm. months ago. Um, nice. he's, uh, he's more, he's mostly active, um, on, on YouTube you know, he's a retired guy, but he was able to attend like nine of the shows. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, He's always very active um, in the YouTube comments, just, you know, sharing his love and knowledge of baby metal to, you know, to the world and all that. And yeah, you know, he saw um, the translations that we've been working on for the past year and all that. And, you know, he he's actually gifted out quite a few uh, of his savior masks to various different international um, fans. But for me, that was just, you know, special just because you just don't see this kind of thing coming. Like just mm. re- becoming part of a truly global um, community, it's kind of like it's kind of similar to the Kohaku moment where you knew it was special, but it was there was a moment that made you realize um, how special it is. You know, I've been part of sports fans communities, like I'm a big hockey fan or whatever, but nothing's felt um, the same way. So that was another special moment where I felt like, damn, this really is a special uh, place, and I really appreciate it for what it is. You know, I mm-hmm. hope that as it's unsealed, um, it you know we're when they're sealed, the community is also kind of sealed to a certain extent. Um, so I'm right. looking forward to the community becoming revived again when they become active again. That's one of the best yes. parts Definitely. of being a fan, uh, the fan base. And the worst true part that. as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's very true too, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's There's the our positives and negatives to everything. Yeah, exactly. Of course, of course. Yeah. So, but just want to say, you know, thanks so much um, for the show. Uh, Seriously, this show is another big part of what made me becoming a fan so much more fun. Uh-huh. I remember started listening to huh. it, enjoy listening to it, you know, when I became a fan um, earlier on. I just really appreciate uh, the work you guys have been doing and looking forward to more. Aww, oh, thank, thank you thanks. so much. And likewise, half of our content is based on well, your yes, translation work. That so. is accurate. So, yes, ex- <laughs> from, from, yes, from me to you, thank you so much for because I know that that is a ton of work. So on behalf of everybody, thank you. Yeah, definitely. All right. See you. Yep. See you. <laughs> Maybe while, while we're waiting to get this to, to work, um, something that funny toss said, uh, reminded me of one of the things that I was thinking about for my own thoughts on this, which was the watching along uh, while, while broadcasts while in the discord, uh, or like on chats or whatever. Mm. Um, 
that is a, that is a ton of fun, you know, like because everybody's everybody's sort of simultaneously watching it. It's not actually a show, so you're not actually there, you know, like like you can actually talk to people, you can hear them, you know, and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and it really is just it's just a blast to sort of like jointly watch these things with mm-hmm. the community. So that I mean, like the, speaking of of kind of like the community and energizing uh, everybody, you know, that that is something that is uh, definitely if you haven't if you haven't done that. Um, and the opportunity arises, do it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's a, uh, I mean, I guess uh, that worked best for, for a while when like nobody knew what was coming exactly. <laughs> right. But, um, even just, even just, you know, when somebody decides to play a video um, and everybody watches it together on Twitch or something, that's, it's still quite a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Dragon Fury has arrived. Uh, please introduce yourself. Uh, okay. Good morning for you. Good evening for me, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, my name is my name is Jake. Uh-huh. Uh, just to keep the radio analogy going, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> Love nice. it. Nice. <laughs> Go for it. If you can't tell, I used to listen to quite a bit of U.S. radio. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, my name is Jake. I'm from the Netherlands. Um, I wonder if Kevin actually remembers me because we spend a long time talking in Portland. I do remember you actually. Yeah. We oh. were in that line for a long time together. Yeah. And maybe you remember too and yelled at you at a, in LA. <laughs> LA feels like a fever dream, if I'm honest. <laughs> kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hot and there was no shade. Yeah, zero. Yeah. It was one tree, <laughs> basically. The one tree in an Australian bringing cold beer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, it wasn't even cold. He brought no. warm beer and then dumped a bunch of ice on it. Yeah, pretty much. That <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my first show, one of my favorite moments probably is uh, Utrecht 2018 or Utrecht. Mm-hmm. I have never uh, heard that pronounced correctly. Yeah. Utrecht. I, yeah me neither. I'm, I'm pleased to have heard it now. <laughs> I am too. It's what is it again? Utrecht. No, it has a hard G, which is pretty much impossible for Americans to say. <laughs> now, I actually have a funny story about Utrecht because uh, at the time I was convinced I didn't like moshing. <laughs> it was my mm. first concert, just blank, just first baby metal first concert ever. Oh wow, that's so, that's awesome! Yeah, <laughs> that's a great introduction. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. I thought, oh, I don't like crowds, don't like watching. I'm just going to stand in the balcony. So I really enjoyed, I really do enjoy the show from the balconies. Great mm-hmm. venue. But mm-hmm. um, I presume some of you saw them in 2018 in the US. And if you yes. remember, the Sue did Akatsuki. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that pronounced that way? Katsuki, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, the, um, the U is kind of swallowed. Um, yeah. it's, so it's, it's almost like it's not there. Yeah. Right. So Kotsky. Yeah. Now, anyway, if you remember the stage setup, she was in the back and then she had two big spotlights shining over her shoulders. The spider spotlights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the left one was shining straight into my face. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, but that's not the end of that story because I was, I spent most of my time trying to shield it with my hand and still see Sue sort of half past my hand. <laughs> and, it didn't occur to me until I was on the train home. If you're on stage, you don't see anything from the crowd. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Except when there's a giant spotlight shining into the balcony on some jerk's <laughs> face. <trying> to- <laughs> yep. Yep. That is so, accurate. 
he spent most of that song probably looking at me going, what the hell is that? What the? <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's hey. good. Yeah. Uh, but my, I'd say my favorite moment came in Portland. As I mentioned earlier, um, I in, I was on that tour the last four shows except Aftershock I saw, mm-hmm. and they sold the flat cap, if you remember, and I bought that in San Francisco and I mm. basically had one look at it. It's, it's, no offense, but it's a piece of junk, cheaply <laughs> <laughs> made. Uh-huh. So I had the fun ideas. Like I like really liked Rio Sayashi, so. Get a big felty pen, write Rio on the on the on the bill, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and that will be my thing. Then I'll write Rio there, and that's great. And then Portland in the front row, and I think at the end, right road of resistance or the one, they all come up to the front of the stage and go, uh, uh-huh. just a little uh-huh. audience interaction. Yes, uh, I thought, screw it, <laughs> I'll just hold it up. If she sees it, she sees it. If not, maybe not. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I'll just post a quick picture in chat because one of the Japanese photo guys, get which one? I think it was Book. Probably Book yeah. Son. He yeah. tends to take a lot of pictures at the shows when he's there. And he's also a bit of a Rio fan. So, uh-huh. yeah, well, that's true. Yes, he is. <laughs> and right at that moment, he took the picture you can see in chat right now. So, aww! So she did get to see it. So that's, that's awesome. That's delightful. That is a delightful photo. That is fantastic. It yeah. is so great. So, so what it is is it's a it's a photo of Jake holding up the hat and Rio seeing it and looking, you know, and smiling at it. And you yeah. know, she's she's clearly seen it. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely obvious that she's seen it. That's great. That's always really nice. Is when like the girls. I'm sure that's probably a favorite moment for anybody is like when the girls actually make eye contact with you and you know that they've actually seen you. Like that's uh-huh. always such a wonderful moment. <laughs> that's outstanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also speak, do I also spot a, a little pink towel? Yeah. That's the, <laughs> that's the knockoff Sakura Gakuin towel. <laughs> Love so, it. Someone handed out at LA. I forgot who. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have one of yeah. those too. Yeah, from the same nice. batch, I'm sure. Yep. No, I was dummy because I put it in my glass case. Except I forgot my glass case is right up against the window, and oh, spends no. eight to eight to ten hours a day in direct sunlight. So now it's Oof. doesn't look good anymore. But Aww. that's too bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. it still functions as you know, I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right. Yeah. At least it's usable. Well, yeah, that's my that's my favorite personal moment. That's, yeah. awesome. that's a really good one. That is a Thank good one. Thank you so that much for sharing. Yeah. If if um either either Maggie or Kevin want to throw something in, that's also fine. I mean, I've you know me, I like to talk. <laughs> Maggie does like to talk. <laughs> I guess that, that Thanks is. for agreeing with me, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, well, if we're gonna kind of wait a moment, um, I guess I'll go ahead and put yeah. my two cents in sure um i'll try to make this short and sweet as possible within my range of making things short and sweet um probably my favorite of the actual baby metal moments um would definitely have to be legendess um mm-hmm. just because just the whole entire intro of that 
is was just so cool. And I'm sure Sue, like being the, you know, for those who might be aware of prior, you know, uh, interviews and stuff have always said, oh, you know, I feel like kind of like a like an actress or like I don't feel like myself when I'm on stage. It's like I'm actually Sue Metal, that sort of stuff. I'm sure she really, really felt it during that portion. Mm-hmm. Like it mm-hmm. felt like a like a real what are those called? Um, I don't know what the name of the thing is, but it felt like a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'll figure yeah. the word later. Anyway, so I would have to feel that Legend S is probably the favorite of the baby metal moments in and of themselves, for sure. My favorite baby metal moment, well, my best, my one of my good memories, I should say, is obviously my very first overseas show. I went as a female from the U.S. by myself, flew over to go see a concert. In Japan. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not only that, but in Osaka. I have to be very specific. I saw a Big mm-hmm. Fox Festival uh, in 2017. Uh, that was my first overseas show. So that was obviously a very, you know, awesome and cool and everything. Um, and that had to be my favorite, you know, moment of seeing Baby Metal, even though I had seen them in the U.S. Uh, at, you know, their own individual concert, which was in Philly. But my favorite, favorite memory baby metal moment is how my name of Mizuni metal came to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though it's somewhat embarrassing, it is still probably one of my favorites. Basically, I I said something incorrectly in Japanese and a lot of people laughed at me about it. And, <laughs> and my prior metal name, nobody really understood the reference. So I was just so I referenced the goofy thing that I did. And uh, since the reference actually was already being used, I just put two on it. So I am Mizuni metal, water to metal, uh, or the second water metal, as I like to say. So, but that <laughs> nice. is seriously, honestly, one of my <laughs> one of my most memorable moments of baby metal, which is sad. You would think that it'd be like, oh, being in the crowd, doing this and that, or oh, this person's it. no. That it's being embarrassed and then coming up with my own metal name is probably the best thing out of out of all the stuff. Just because it's it's a personal story, you know, it's an experience and it's a memory with friends. I'm still friends with all these people. They still make fun of me, but I'm still friends with all these people. Not only that, but in like a country that I've never been to before. It's just, you know, it's one of those things that's going to stick with you for forever and a day. And because of baby metal, this happened, you know, the memory stuck with you. So yeah, it's um, how my name came to be is, it's kind of cool. <laughs> nice. Um, and maybe one other thing uh, potentially is, well, just any moment that I'm able to meet any of, you know, my friends in the baby metal community is always a great and wonderful moment to me because it's like family you haven't seen in a long time. It's like, oh, hey, how are you doing? What have you been up to? How is your flight going? Because, you know, some people are coming from up teen thousand miles away and flying in or whatever. And it is it is neat how there's a, you know, this this kind of a recurring community, you know, at, mm-hmm. at the shows in the lines. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
And then there's always that one person who's like brand new, never been to a baby metal concert before, who's like scared half out of their mind. Oh my gosh, I don't know how to speak to anybody. And then it's like, as soon as they're like, oh, hey, well, let me introduce you to some people. And then it's like, boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then they're like, they're one of us, one of us. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really, it's quite an experience, you know, to show up in the line. I mean, that, mm -hmm. yes, that, that actually one of the ones I was going to say for myself was basically the, the Charlotte show um, mm -hmm. was the first one that I went to. And it's, I, I don't know if people remember exactly sort of how that, how that uh, transpired, but, it, but um, essentially there was a leak maybe two weeks or something early uh, where the, you know, the Charlotte, North Carolina venue posted that there was going to be a, uh, like the tickets were available for a day or something like that. Oh yeah. I do remember that the now. show. And, you know, so I, I kind of, you know, I, this was, this was sort of like, you know, right at the, right at the kind of the best moment in a way, you know, like um, we didn't, we, you know, we didn't really know anything that was going to happen after that. Um, I, you know, I was in a mindset where I was, you know, I just kind of, just kind of gotten familiar with them. And uh, I was thinking, you know, based on what they are, I could easily miss the chance to ever see them, you know? So right. even if, if, even, you know, if it was going to be in some other state, I have to go because there's going to be just one shot at this. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's how I was with the Philly show in 16. I was just like, I don't care if it's six go. and a half hours away. I have to go. <laughs> yeah. And of course things, you know, it's, it's become clear that it, what, that wasn't the one shot. <laughs> as, right. As it turns exactly. Out. Mm -hmm. But, um, but you know, like I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to be able to, at the time I figured I wasn't going to be able to wait till they showed up, you know, next to me, I'm just going to mm -hmm. get on a plane and go by myself. It was, it, and it did feel a little insane, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but when you get there and you're in the line, then it suddenly makes total sense. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. Actually, I do have a question for you, Paul, because I keep mm -hmm. thinking, because I was also at the Charlotte show mm -hmm. and I feel like, did you have one of those like foldable seats and you were sitting underneath the tree? No, that, that was would, not that you. Wouldn't, it wasn't me. No, that was not you. Okay. But I almost. mean, I know what you look like now, but I'm just trying to like recollect for the day because I was hanging out with a couple of my friends mm -hmm. uh, and I was also the one in costume too. Right. <laughs> and it was a little warm. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I think yeah. uh, it, it is, it is a little bit difficult to like think back and try to Real, you know, like realize if you've seen people at that shows, it's possible. The only thing I remember is that's the first time that I met one of the Australian Katsunes, uh, and he was asleep. Yeah, by the pizza. Yeah, on the concrete <laughs> by the pizza, and nobody woke him up to get a piece of pizza. And yeah. He was like, "Oh, hey, what's going on?" I was like, "You missed pizza," and he's like, "Oh, yeah. really?" And I was like, "Yeah, it was just sitting right there." There's like a yep. whole stack of empty boxes, and he's like. Oh, what? It's like, you look tired. You look like you were dead. You look like you needed sleep. If you're willing to sleep on the concrete, you're tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good old Ryan. Yeah, I think okay. uh, uh, he's one of the people who who uh, you know, follows the tours around and stuff. So I think uh, a lot of people know him. Um, yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, he, he's not he's not hard to spot. <laughs> no, he's True. not. <laughs> <laughs> but, the red um, hair and like. He's kind of tall too, mm -hmm. but yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, cool dude. But yeah, so I guess you know the the my my personal um, you know highlight time was was you know, I mean it's hard to pick exactly one, but I mean like that's one that stood out to me. It was kind of like that that sort of um, initial rush to try to get it before it was gone. You know, before, yeah, to get to see them before there was mm -hmm. no chance again. Mm -hmm. So 
because you're like hoping, oh my gosh, I hope it's not sold out. And it's like, of course, if it's sold out, it's like, oh, it's my, you know, missed my chance or, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. I think the other thing that I was going to say, like for their, for them, um, you know, not, not so much a for me thing, but uh, was, um, I think, I think Glastonbury actually was a pretty significant thing in this, in the same kind of way that Kohaku was, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it gets them in front of a, an audience that wasn't specifically there to see them. It was, uh, it was, and it was insane. I mean, the, to try to do that in between two <laughs> shows in Japan. Yeah. Oh, that was, I remember a lot of us were just like, are you serious? Like they're going to hop on a plane literally after performing like a two hour concert and flying overnight red eye to a festival in the UK in the middle of summer. But then again, I think summers in the UK are a little cooler than the summers in the US. I don't know. Anyway, it still was bonkers. And then they had to go back because then when the like a few days afterwards, they performed somewhere else, didn't they? Yeah, it was right. It was right in between two shows, and they only just barely had time to actually make it to Glastonbury. I, mean, I think they had a little more time on the other end, but it was still like, you know, they had a day and a half or something, <laughs> you know, rather you than shout just out to hours. The fans that also made that trip. Yeah, that yeah. too. Um, but, uh, we do have somebody who's wanting to share, but does not want does not wish to actually speak on the podcast. So. Is oh, that sure. okay if I speak on their behalf yeah. because I like to talk? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> well, um, Morbo, uh, I will actually read what they wrote on the chat. Mm-hmm. My list of favorite moments is not an absolute top list as much as three moments I want to highlight for specific reasons. Number one is Tokyo Dome. Just for the sheer scale of the stage and the verticality, this together with Live in London were the first Blu-rays I bought. I was flabbergasted when day one started out with Road of Resistance at the top of the tower. Just an amazing show. Number two was the Red Fox Festival. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, personal one. favorite among the five Fox Festivals. Good choice. Um, the audio mixing makes you feel like standing in the middle of the crowd and paired with the chants from the exclusively female crowd makes this show noteworthy. And I have to add that I have a list of like sh- types of shows that I need to go to. That is the last type of show on my list is in one of those all-female ones. If there is an all-female one in the future, you bet your butt I'm going to try to go to that no matter what. So just bear that in mind. Anyway, that was not part of Morbo. That was me. Anyway, now we're back to Morbo. Number three was Legend Metal Galaxy. Um, Having the Western commies perform their solo sections on day two was an absolute treat. True that. I love the Eastern commies to death, but it was pretty great to see the Western solos immortalized on the Blu-ray. Also having both sets of commies as well as all the Avengers on stage for closing out both shows was pretty great, though the effect of it somewhat diminished due to stage design. Well, and also because of, you know, camera angles and all that other stuff and flipping back here and forth. That's the kind of the thing with, with, um, you know, going to a live show and seeing it live versus seeing it on blue, you, you do kind of lose a little bit of, I don't know how to explain it, but you do use a little bit of something by doing that. Um, so it, it is a little bit different experience watching it mm. on a Blu-ray versus seeing it live, though. I understand that. But no, it was really awesome and cool because, I mean, these guys are the the Western commies. Nobody really knew who these guys were. They're from like the U.S. 
and they're performing in Japan in front of thousands. What was it, like 25,000 per night, wasn't it, or something like that, Kevin? I can't no, remember. No, it's smaller than that. Was it smaller than that? Yeah. About- Makahari is a little smaller than that. Um, okay. It's a lot. Well, anyway, it's there's still a ton teens, of people being able to perform in front of all these, you know, Japanese fans of, you know, it's like, well, they don't know me. Let's do the best I can. And then they killed it. And it's just such a great feeling. I was like, yes, it's great. It was a great <laughs> reward for them, too, right? For having supported oh, yeah. them all over the world. Oh, for sure. And I think and I think they all kind of indirectly mentioned how they felt. You know, it was like mm-hmm. a reward and an honor to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. I know every one Japan. of them has posted something on Twitter at some point in time. And now some of them do have uh, a decent amount of followers now at mm-hmm. this point, too. Although some of them have kind of gone on their own ways of doing their own projects and stuff. I think Anthony still does. Uh, I don't know if he's I don't think he drums for that band specifically anymore. Um, I know one of the guitarists, he does his own thing. I think he's with, um, he's doing like a tour with Ice Nine Kills, if anybody's familiar with that band. Um, they're the horror style band uh, that bases stuff on like horror movies. Um, I think CJ's still with uh, the Galaxy, Galactic Empire. There we go. Oh, yeah, right. Is did, is Galactic Empire still a thing? I, I, yeah, for some reason I'm pretty I thought sure they, they are. Kind of just disbanded, but... No, I, I'm pretty sure they still are a thing. I think just one of the members, uh, one of the members left. I do know that, but okay. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, so now they're all doing their own thing, and they have followers and people, you know, from all over the world are chatting them up now. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like the the fact that they were included in Legend Metal Galaxy because that that sort of it that raised them from being just sort of like you know the help <laughs> you know to right. to actually like being part of the part of the group right that's true uh, the help so that's funny yeah i mean because there was a sense in which at least initially um it wasn't really clear exactly what was going on you know if it was just sort of like these, yeah. are, th- these are cheap musicians that happen to be local uh mm-hmm. or whether you know like, whether we're supposed to really sort of consider them a new part of the the you know overall team and i mean i think they're still not they still haven't quite reached the you know Eastern Kami bands status, of course, but um, but but this did really sort of bring them in, I think, a, a lot more. Yeah, for sure. That's a great share. Thanks for taking the time to type that out, Morbo. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Morbo. Sorry if I butchered it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Kevin. Have you had uh, any thought inspirations as we've? I, I, have, these had, I have had some thoughts. I could I could fill the air here while mm-hmm. we wait for hopefully somebody else to join us. I'm going to share two, a, a personal one for me, and then I guess a, a moment of significance for them. Uh, so for me, uh, my favorite memory of the Metal Resistance era was um, actually after my first show, Palladium. Um, what was that, 2017, I guess? 2017, yeah. Um, being so blown away by that experience, uh, purchasing tickets for their next show in San Diego, the uh, part of the corn support tour down there um, on a whim that night, finding tickets and then driving to San Diego and making that happen. And I'm really glad I did um, because without even this being forward in my mind, uh, my friends and I, we had bought tickets for uh Yui metals 18th birthday show. It was her birthday that day. Ah. Um, so com- oh. completely by accident, uh, we ended up going to her show and I'm sure a lot of you have seen videos and pictures from that yeah um, that was the know, amphitheater that, right 
that was at that amphitheater. That's when, uh, you know, they do Catch Me If You Can. And Moa got kind of stuck and they all kind of laugh about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sue wishes you metal a happy birthday in the middle of karate. Um, and she gets super embarrassed. Um, <laughs> and, you know, uh, one of the fans in the pit had actually brought little party hats, little happy birthday party hats. Yes. And if you look closely in the videos, you can see everybody wearing these little party hats. And I still have mine. Uh, it's right here in reach. Uh, on on my desk from that show, so that that was one of my favorite personal memories from uh, uh, Metal Resistance. At the, at the first show that I went to, somebody was blew up little black and red um, little bouncy balls, mm-hmm. and I still have that. It's inf- inflated, obviously now it's flat as a pancake, but I still have that too. <laughs> Just those little things are kind of nice. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, it's a memory. This yeah. is awesome. That's pretty great, though, that you were actually there to see that. I mean, like that's uh, yeah. those those are often recycled, you know, little video clips. <laughs> that, yeah, that absolutely. And you know, that was my second ever show, and I didn't even know any better. It was just complete fluke that we ended up at what would become, you know, a, a very memed, very screen captured, and kind of beloved little performance. And it was just mm-hmm. a you know support to a performance with corn. It wasn't even a headline show. Yeah. Um. So great memories there. Um. And then I mentioned I would mentioned you know favorite moment for metal resistance i think for them um and i'm just gonna say the trilogy set of concerts as a whole mm-hmm. that led up to the announcement of tokyo dome i think mm-hmm. of all of the stuff they released i rewatched them the most um for different reasons i think they just they evolve their performance and their they elevate to a whole new level with each show in that trilogy um culminating you know with the the great reveal doing Tokyo Dome the following year and things like that, you know, and um, one of the reasons I think it was landmark for them is we get the, the road of resistance music video out of one of those shows, Mm -hmm. um, which is one of the first things I saw when I fell down the foxhole that would, I was just like, Holy crap, look at these thousands of people jumping, moshing and super into it and not just standing around like most of the concert footage I'd seen from other groups. Um, you know, that was something that really solidified for me. And I'm guessing a lot of people that, you know, this group is here to stay. It's really fun. I must see them live. Um, so I think that was kind of a, a landmark moment for them. And one of my favorite moments from them, uh, from Metal Resistance. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And I would say, I think I may have actually said this, you know, recently too, but uh, I think that the third of those, the Yokohama one, um, is probably the one I watched the most. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because I, I remember we talked about last time the the fact that they light up the foxes depending on who's performing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, so great. So th- those those are my favorites. Nice, excellent. And uh, once again, uh, we'll pivot if anybody wants to join us. And even if nobody does, I mean, it ha- it has been um, uh, great to have to have the sort of feeling of a room of uh, you know people talking about this. <laughs> so, yeah, true. Um, and thanks to those who have uh, who have joined in and contributed. There's still time. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if nobody wants to join us, Paul, it's your turn. Oh yeah, it is your turn. Oh, have I not? I, I've been sort of sticking things in uh, along the way. Yeah, you've, yeah, but, you know what? You've you've kind of been uh, giving us little sneak peeks and previews. Yeah. Um, but let's <laughs> let's get the full uh, the full experience. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, right after we hear from Ella, who is. <laughs> raised uh has a hand raised saved um, by the bell yeah exactly saved by the hand (laughs) Uh, so yeah so we'll uh add you into the room here uh ella and if you could just quickly 
introduce yourself and tell us uh, about your favorite moment from the metal resistance. Okay, awesome. Hi. I, I, I just thought I should come in and save Paul since he seems to be in, uh, under heat right now. <laughs> I'm sure he really appreciates that. Um, to be honest, I'm really, I'm, re- I'm really nervous to talk because I'm a really new fan, um, mm-hmm. to be oh, honest. No There's nothing wrong with that. No, nope, uh, nothing at all. And um, I don't have some of the great stories that some of you guys have, but it sounds, it sounds so amazing and it's been really lovely um, listening to it because as a new fan, I mean, it's been a while since I since I first saw them. Just just exactly like you said, I saw things like the um, the Road of Resistance at was it Saitama Super Arena, I think, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and the video that really like made me fall in love. I don't know if you guys remember, but Budokan Red Knight, they put their mm. opener, their Mikitsune opener. Yeah. It just struck me as like, wow, this is something so crazy different. And um, but for a while there, I was just you know I was watching some these pro shots on youtube and um mm-hmm. you know it's it's um I, don't, I didn't really know where to go from there but i just mm-hmm. wanted to g- give a really really big thank you to the community because when i found the online community the discords all these people that are, that are here today and um they they really they really taught me a lot they showed me everything i need to know and mm-hmm. since then i've just been watching through all their shows from legend i I'm on the forum 2019 right now, and it's been such a journey, even though oh, that's awesome. I wasn't there to see anything in person. And in fact, mm-hmm. when I found them, they, uh, I just missed, they turned in my city two months ago when I oh. found them. I was like, no. That sounds about like my situation because I was a fan of theirs. Like I became a fan in 2015 and I, I'm originally from the state of Ohio. Uh, and they did um, Rock on the Range, which is the festival there. I just watched that. Wait, the Rock on the Range 2018? I think. That was me with the flag <laughs> at the that's end. A, that was the one that was right before, like, Rock AM Ring and Glastonbury, right? Or not yeah. right before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was the one with the flag at the edge of the barrier. That was me. Oh, my God. Nice. Yeah, I had the outfit <gasps> on and everything. <laughs> <laughs> But that, that was a really great set list. I, I love In the Name of. It's, it was it's a really powerful song. So have you been watching these shows in, in, in chronological order? Is that what you're exactly. saying? Exactly. Oh, that's, no, that's so cool. first, I wa- I'll be honest with you, I watched Shokyo Dumb first. And I was like, mm-hmm. holy macaroni. Now I'm going to watch it from the, from, the, from the beginning because I need to I, I need to get a feel for like what this band has been through, uh, you know? And it, mm-hmm. it's been amazing just watching them. It's been a few months now I've been watching and just seeing them, seeing them grow up. Mm-hmm. it is kind of neat other than tokyo dome what has stood out to you maybe it's cheesy but it is i think that's definitely my favorite show like this sure. like like some people have said the scale of it the fact mm-hmm. that they played basically all their songs oh my god it was crazy but uh <laughs> uh really for me i'll be honest my favorite member has been um has always been yui mm-hmm. um I just thought she's she's amazing. Her stage presence is awesome. I mean, all three of them, of course, but you know, right? And we all have our favorites. <laughs> it was, you know, watching it with some knowledge of baby metal. It was really hard to sit there and watch the Big Fox Festival, mm-hmm. which was her last show. Yeah, and it, just sitting and like just sitting there saying, "Does she know?" You know, all these things going through my head, and then it just right. ends, and it's like it's just like, "Oh, she's gone." And I just, right. um, I can't imagine how it must have been for all the people that were, mm-hmm. you know, fans at the time. <laughs> yeah, it's that, that's kind of how I, you know, I, 
initially, you know, I went to that show, uh, the Osaka exactly. one. So, uh, you know, and I didn't, obviously nobody knew at the time what was going on. And, you know, they announced Legend S. I was miffed because I was like, oh, I can't go to that. And that's the kind of show that I wanted to. Something with a story, da, 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 you know. And then, you know, in hindsight, it's like, well, obviously there was a reason I needed to go. I got to go to Big Fox Festival so I could see all of them do their thing together. It was an incredible shout. Mm-hmm. So then um, just moving on from that, it was um, then, Le- then Legend S rolls around and it's like, um sorry obviously these two girls can perform amazing things just by the just by the two of them but mm-hmm. it's definitely it was definitely a big shock you did you know what i mean um, yeah especially since it was clear they didn't have so much time to practice or mm-hmm. change much of the choreography but um mm-hmm. still i understand why so many people love that show it was incredible but um it, it was yeah <laughs> well, that's awesome thanks so much for sharing mm-hmm. Sorry, yes. it, was just a, it, was just, it was just a lot of ramble, but um, <laughs> you're fine. Oh, yeah. That's great. It's, it's, um, that is that's such a fun time. I mean, like when you're mm-hmm. when you're sort of new at it, you know, like still absorbing all of the stuff for the first yeah. time, you know. Um, and so, have you had a chance to to sort of look back at all, um, sort of beyond Baby Metal to Sakura Gakuin and that kind of thing? Is that something that you've I haven't looked much yeah. back before. Like Legend I and that era. I know mm-hmm. I know about Sakura Gakuin and I've seen um I was reading through some of Yui's um diary entries, but um, uh-huh. <laughs> this it's really adorable. But um I, I actually kinda wanted to watch some of those episodes because they look really cute. Mm-hmm. They are they are adorable. <laughs> I've, I've seen some clips here and there, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just actually a massive thank you to the community. The Boom Metal community has been so helpful, so amazing, Aww. and um, really, really welcoming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really it's really super unique i've never yeah. experienced a community like this before it's and I, true and i don't know that i ever will again mm-hmm. it's exactly. it's really magic in a bottle definitely <laughs> it feels like i'm whatever is going on in my life you know however i'm feeling i can sit down watch some baby metal and it will always make me feel a bit happier you know and it's all thanks to the yeah. community mm-hmm. that i'm able to experience that yes absolutely and i hope i can go to my own show one day yes i'm sure Fingers you will crossed Legend why? Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like it seems like we should. Uh, it's it's about time to hear from you again, too. Yeah, it's been some it years. years. Uh, how many years now? Three, four at this point. Three. All, all I will say is, I hope she's happy. I hope that this is what she wants. I hope she's doing. You know, I, I hope she's. You know, it was her choice, etc. Etc. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, she's happy then that's great but um i you know i just hope everything Absolutely. went well for her mm-hmm. if she does come back we can all be happy <laughs> yeah, that's true too <laughs> if, if, if she doesn't you know i just hope she's in a good spot exactly yep definitely well thanks so much for sharing thank mm-hmm. you so much for having me <laughs> don't be shy thanks for later. taking take care yep. all right Bye. take care yeah i guess this is, we'll, we'll see all of you at you know the next shows whenever they are Yes. Whenever the unsealing happens. Mm-hmm. Although for me, it's probably just going to be a U.S. show if they have a U.S. show. No no outside country traveling for me for a little bit, unfortunately. But yeah. if there is a U.S. show, I will mm, the, try my best to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's frustrating not really knowing how, how accessible the world is going to be. But, exactly. Um, that doesn't help either. Yeah. Uh, 
I think, I think, I mean, I was, I would have been kind of on the, on the edge of being able to go to a show in Japan anyway, regardless of any of this, <laughs> but mm. um, yeah, now it does seem a little far-fetched. I think, uh, I think it will be, it, it would be a while before I, uh, mm. before that's either actually possible or, you know, something I'd be up for. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's not for everybody, so yeah. <laughs> unless somebody wants to jump in and save Paul again, we still have to hear from Paul. Yeah, you're not getting out of it, bud. <laughs> Maybe I'll put in here the stuff around the release of Metal Galaxy because that's that was the album release that I was around for, you know. So mm-hmm. I guess this would be basically the um, the sun also rises and all the announcements mm-hmm. that came on that day, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So. That was sort of, you know, after after a period of like not really knowing anything, um, sort of seeing all of the ideas that they had uh, sort of presented at once, you know. So we had we had the Avengers, we had the um, is that yeah, that is the first time that was the beginning of the Avengers, and that was the announcement was. of the album release and the tour, and so um, so so that was that was neat uh and there was it was fun sort of living through that hype you know and and i think it was significant for them um it there was there was a time uh when it really seemed like there was there was a you know very upward trajectory on that and i was i was hopeful that like you know this was going to be something that that would sort of hit bigger than the previous two albums had Um, right i do feel like it didn't quite realize the potential that it had in my head (laughs) you know (laughs) um uh it did sell well you know through the forcing everybody to buy, you know, a million copies of this with all their tickets. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, it did, it did feel like they could have marketed that better, but in the end, you know, like it was still, it was still really cool to sort of be there through all of that, uh, release stuff. Love it. Yeah. Oh, we lost Maggie. Okay. No, we have unlost Maggie. Uh, no, my <laughs> electricity went out at my home. And so I am now on my cell phone. <laughs> oh, oh, oh nice. no. Yeah. So here oh. I am. That's exciting. Yeah. And, and here, uh, it actually began, we had the first snow <laughs> of the season Oh, nice! going on behind me. That's, that's kind of nice. We'll bring Paul back in. Um, he, this, he was the first to speak. He doesn't necessarily need to, uh, reintroduce himself. Yeah, guys. Sorry. I don't know if I'm allowed a part two. Uh, I wanted to kind of let <laughs> I think other we're people. On part four by now, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not just when, um, when, um, Paul mentioned about the albums, it kind of, uh, mm-hmm. so I guess sparked some of, some of more memories of of album releases. So, um, as Baby Metal fans know, like Baby Metal always released an album with a with a launch show. Um, you know, for Metal Resistance, it was Wembley, and for um, Metal Galaxy, it was um, LA Forum. So, mm-hmm. um, those were two two shows that I was fortunate enough to be able to attend, and they were just really amazing moments and. Yeah, I guess the the benefit of going to those shows is that you you hear a lot of new songs for the first time because they're, it's, it's the launch of their album and they're really um this is really their introduction to whichever album they're putting out there. So um yeah, Wem- Wembley was was a was a really special moment. It, it was their first uh, arena show outside of Japan and it felt like um almost an international um meeting of baby metal fans because so many people came in from all over the world and they uh, i think broke the merchandise record a couple of times over at at wembley arena which is a famous venue so that was um, a really awesome show and the the launch of the metal resistance album 
um, a lot of debut songs for fans who were fortunate enough to be able to attend. So yeah. that was pretty awesome. That was a great and show. It was. I mean, like, it, I, I, it was I, so awesome. I've only Quite seen fast. it, you know, in the pro shot, but uh, but it, it's it's one of the ones I go back to. Um, it's yeah. I, honestly, I think I like it more than I liked the forum. Although I mean, the forum has its uh, other things going for it. But if I had to actually rank the two, <laughs> I, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, I, I would pick Wembley over the forum, I suppose, simply because uh, there was kind of more new songs. You had the um, the traditional Cami band. You also had um, UE there. Um, so yeah, it it had other elements, and you know the crowd was was very hype, and maybe it isn't so um, uh, rambunctious <laughs> in the US as it is in the UK. But um, yeah, that was pretty amazing. But um, LA was 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 awesome too. It had, it had its own qualities. Of course, it had you know Riho and Momoko. Or, you know, I I also love the Avengers as well as you know Sue and Mo mm-hmm. and the Kami and Yui, who's obviously sadly left. Um, yeah, I mean, that had awesome moments that had the, the trilogy of lights, you know, a starlight shine in Arcadia with the Rio Sayashi, um, accompanying them, who was a, you know, a very accomplished uh, and experienced dancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. I think of the Los Angeles show, the LA forum show, the highlight for me was, was, um, you know, Riho and Moa and Sue, you know, doing their, their dance routines to, to, um, Starlight Shine in Arcadia. Um, that was a, a beautiful moment, um, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Kevin, I, I think we were all there. Um, Maggie Wright uh-huh. and Kevin and, and yeah. Paul, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we all got to experience that uh, moment. And I'm sure you guys would agree it was it was pretty special. Absolutely. Um, so, um, yeah, just because Paul mentioned the, the albums, I, I thought I'd... Uh, Mentioned something about the the two album launch uh, performances, which were also very special memories for me. So, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, cool. Thanks for sharing more. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think they it is it is neat how you know they do keep things. Um, I mean, you know, people don't like the secrecy and all that stuff sometimes, but I mean, I I I do appreciate the way they do hold things back for you know releasing you know for the first time at the forum or whatever and like mm-hmm. you know we we there were a number of things that were um i think there were a number that you know dada dance for sure uh yeah hadn't been played before and was debuted there um so even though some of us maybe knew a little bit about it ahead of time <laughs> but <laughs> yeah well i think with with maggie's power being out yeah and we're kind of uh out of incentives to get people to join us, maybe this is a good place to call it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is this has been great. Um, and for whatever you know, whatever twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one brought us, you know, at, at least we do have this sort of yeah. you know community, and um, it's mm-hmm. been fun to be able to continue to talk about it, and we intend to you know, continue to continue to talk to talk about it. You know, what might be kind of fun. This this has been a fun format. I wonder if going forward we should make it a point to do like an open mic night episode. Every once in a while, sure. Yeah, no, I think that's. I think that'd be kind of neat. I mean, we we definitely um, appreciate everyone who types at us, you know, as we record. Uh, yeah. But um, this is this is a lot of fun too. If we can come, you know, come up with a uh, sort of like a theme, a topic, or something that uh, yeah. people could think about a little bit in advance, that that'd yeah. be great. I think we should do that. Look for yeah. that next in the ne- in the next year. Yep, we will definitely do one of these again. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we have other ideas about uh, you know other things 
uh, other topics that we'll we'll talk about while we wait for the the seal to be opened. So. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. All right. So I guess then that is it for this episode. Um, you can join us on the Vape Metal Podcast Discord to continue the conversation. Rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it. So please do that. We'll be back here in about some number of weeks. Might be two, might not be two. Probably won't be two. We'll be back <laughs> in some number of weeks. We hope you'll join us when that happens. And until then, see you.